Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to Sleep Cues and welcome to the first Q&A episode of 2022. I know you all probably get a little bit tired of hearing me talk about how I live in one of the coldest climates in the world, but I do. It's really, really cold here. I live in Ottawa, Canada. I think it is the or one of the coldest capital cities in the world. It's chilly, but the bonus is it makes me kind of an expert on baby sleepwear in extreme temperatures because we get pretty hot in the summer unbeknownst to a lot of people, and it gets really, really cold in the winter, which most people know about this city. So I want to talk today about sleep bags, and I want to devote this Q&A episode to talking about sleep bags and sleepwear because a lot of our followers are around this area or in other areas that have extreme temperatures, and a lot of parents have questions about what they should be dressing their baby in for sleep when the temperatures are extremely hot or extremely cold and how you're supposed to know what's best for sleepwear for your baby. And because it is really cold right now in a lot of climates and a lot of areas in January, and because I did a little bit of a story series on Instagram this week about baby sleep bags and a couple of questions in particular about that, I did get a lot of responses. I got a lot of questions this week about sleep bags, about sleepwear, about temperature changes, and so I thought it would be a good week to pull from those and just focus a whole episode on that topic. So here we go. First question, should a sleep bag have arms? This was the question that I focused on in the story series on Instagram this week, and it's the one that spurred a bunch of other questions and comments. Should a sleep bag have arms? So You probably know at this point that when we talk about a sleep bag, we're talking about a wearable blanket. It looks like a sleeping bag with the arms out. Normally, the arms are out. There are some brands that have arms sewn into the sleep bags. So rather than the baby having their arms sticking out of the holes of the sides of the sleep bag, some brands do have arms. Most brands do not. The reason that most popular sleep bag brands do not have arms sewn into the sleep bag and instead has holes where your baby's arms stick out is because it promotes better air circulation and ventilation and therefore there is less of a risk of overheating for your baby. We all know that a risk of overheating is a big concern for a lot of parents and something we really want to avoid and that is why a lot of brands don't have arms sewn into the sleep bag. So my answer would be no, the sleep bag should not have arms sewn in, it should be arms out. It doesn't mean that you don't dress your baby in something that is temperature appropriate underneath. It will still allow for more airflow if you have a sleep bag with holes for the arms to stick out of and put your baby in a long sleeve onesie underneath, that will allow for more ventilation and airflow than if you have a sleep bag that has arms sewn in and no opportunity for airflow and ventilation. So go for the sleep bags that have holes for the arms to stick out of. Next question. This one came in on Instagram. It said, hey, Erin, question re-sleep bags. The sizing varies so much. A six to 12 month sack could 
I say sack. Some people say sleep bags. Some people say sleep sacks. We'll call them sleep bags. But this question said a six to 12 month sack could be quite fitted in length and width, hugging the body like a fitted sleeping bag from the neck to the toe. Or could it have lots of excess space in the legs and the length, depending on the brand? What kind of fit do you recommend? What is recommended is this the neck hole and the arm holes fit properly. That's what you want to concern yourself with when you're deciding on a sleep bag for your baby. Generally, the bag is going to be quite long. It's going to seem almost too long for your baby because it's going to go well beyond their feet, especially as your infant gets older. We want them to have some space to move around. Remember, it's supposed to be a wearable blanket. Your blankets don't fit snug up next to your body. For most of us, unless you are my six foot six husband, your feet don't go right to the end of the blankets in your bed. There is some room to maneuver and a sleep bag should be the same way. However, for safety, the sleep bag should fit properly in the neck hole and the arm holes. That means your baby cannot slip down inside of it. So that is what you really want to concern yourself with. And don't be too worried about everything else because if the neck hole and the arm holes fit properly, everything else should be just fine with regards to the fit of your baby's sleep bag. Next question I got was, how do we know what thickness of sleep bag to use and what to dress baby in underneath? Great question. This is where we get into those extreme temperatures. But here's the thing. It doesn't necessarily even matter if you live in a climate that sees extreme temperatures because not every family keeps their home at the same temperature as the next home. So even if it's the middle of the summer, it might be quite hot in one home that doesn't use air conditioning, doesn't have air conditioning, and it might be quite chilly in another home where they really believe in running the AC unit all day long and all night long and they run it really low and their house is almost chilly even in the middle of August. And the same thing in the winter. Some families really want to keep it super warm and they've got that heat cranked up and the next family might not be doing that and their house might be a lot colder. So it doesn't necessarily depend on the time of year, but it can be harder to regulate the temperature in your baby's room if it's really, really cold outside or really, really hot outside. So there are a number of charts online that you can look at, but in general, don't be afraid if it's really, really hot outside, like you know, 27 degrees Celsius, 81 Fahrenheit in your child's room because it's so hot outside that you can't get the room any cooler. Don't be afraid to just use the lowest tog or thickness of sleep bag that you can find, like a 0.2 some brands make, a 0.5 a lot of brands make, and just a diaper if you are concerned that the room is quite warm. Of course, if there's ever a concern that it's too hot, try to find a space for your baby that is not too hot to sleep in or, you know, go without the sleep bag if all else fails. But a sleep bag is such a nice cue for babies that sleep time has arrived that it is nice to use it even if it's pretty warm in the room or pretty cold in the room, but you're going to want to change what you're putting them in underneath. So don't be afraid to just put them in there in nothing but a diaper if it's quite warm in the room. Again, always make sure you're aware of the temperature and make sure there's no risk of overheating. The other end of the spectrum is it's really cold. It's only like 15, 16 degrees Celsius or like 57, 61 degrees Fahrenheit in your baby's bedroom. That's fairly chilly. That's where you're going to be wanting to look at more like a 2.5 tog sleep bag. 
tog, remember, is that unit of thickness for the sleep bag. You will usually find it as a number on the tag, and it can go as low as like 0.2 for some brands, 0.5, or it can go all the way up to 3.5. But if you're looking at a room that is quite chilly, like 16 degrees Celsius, you know, 61, 64 Fahrenheit, we're looking at more like a 2.5 tog rather than all the way down to that 0.5 tog we just talked about for summertime with the diaper underneath. Now we're talking about like a 2.5 tog and we might be putting a long sleeve shirt and a long sleeve pant or a long sleeve onesie with a pant over top. Those would be the kinds of things we might be thinking about in those temperatures. And then you're also going to just gauge the middle ground of that based on the rest of the year. Or if your child's room isn't at one of those two extremes, we're going to go in the middle. Maybe we're going in the fall with like a 1.5 tog and a long sleeve onesie underneath. Or if we're, you know, around 22 degrees, maybe we're doing a 1.0 tog and a short sleeve onesie. So you can see there are so, so, so many different options. And all of this isn't even taking into consideration that not every baby is exactly the same. And some babies do truly, you know, we call it run hotter than other babies or run colder than other babies. So we really have to keep in mind that we have to look at the temperature outside and how that's affecting the temperature in your home. We have to know the temperature in your baby's room and then base the sleepwear on that. And we also have to look at your individual baby and whether they tend to run hot or cold. So you need to make this more of a personal decision. Like anything, do your research, look online, look for the different options of togs and sleepwear and different recommendations, but also know your own home and your own baby and make your recommendations based on what you know you are comfortable in and what your baby will be comfortable in based on their own individual body temperature. And so the other thing we want to keep in mind is a question that I get from a lot of parents, which is the fact that a lot of babies' hands will feel cold. So a lot of parents want to introduce a blanket to the crib because they feel like in a sleep bag, even with a long sleeve onesie, the baby's hands get cold because there's nothing covering them. We need to remember two things about that. One is that Health Canada and the AAP recommend no blankets in the crib under the age of one. For safety reasons, we don't want anything that could go up over your baby's head. That's exactly why we use a wearable blanket. The other thing we want to keep in mind is that even if you had a blanket on your baby, which is not recommended, they would probably kick it off within a matter of seconds and it wouldn't be covering their hands anymore anyway. So really the blanket isn't going to accomplish much. But here is the great news. It is the core that matters. It is the warmth of your baby's core that you want to be paying attention to. If they have cold hands, they're not likely to wake up because of the cold hands. And overall, it's not detrimental that they ha- their hands are a little bit chillier than the rest of them. What matters is that their core is the right temperature. And that's why we focus on the sleep bag that fits properly in the core. Last question for today. Do you recommend the sleep bags with the feet and the legs? I don't necessarily, and here's why. So this person is talking about a sleep bag that instead of zipping down the middle or zipping all around the sides and the bottom and covering up your baby's whole body and their feet and really just containing your baby in one bag, these sleep bags have little holes at the bottom and the baby's feet stick out the bottom. They almost have little legs sewn in and then their little feet stick out the bottom of the sleep bag. 
The reason I don't recommend that is one, you end up probably having to put socks on your baby in a lot of situations because then their feet get cold and then they just kick off the socks and they then they wake up because that's disrupted their sleep and it just doesn't really work out that well. The other reason I don't recommend those versions of sleep bags is because one of the reasons I like a sleep bag is that as your toddler gets a little older and might try to explore climbing out of the crib, the sleep bag that doesn't have the feet sticking out deters them from even thinking about climbing out. It's really hard to swing your leg up over the side of the crib when it's contained inside a sleep bag. If you have your feet and your legs sticking out, it's much easier to swing your leg up. And as a two-year-old, you get many more thoughts about climbing out of the crib in that scenario. So I would recommend that when you're using a sleep bag, you just use the ones that don't have the feet sticking out and you stick with a sleep bag that just zips up all the way around or just keeps your baby fully contained inside the sleep bag. I lied. That was not the last question. I skipped one. Here we go. When would you suggest a child switch from a sleep bag to blankets? And I saved that one for last because it's about older children. So I always like to kind of go from, you know, the younger kids and the questions about babies and sleep bags to the older kiddos. And here is my thought on the sleep bag and switching to blankets. You don't need to switch to blankets until you switch to a big kid bed. There's no reason that your toddler, even preschooler, if you have, a, you know, a child who's almost three, still sleeping in a crib, no reason they can't still wear a sleep bag. Sleep bags are made in sizes up to two to four years. There's even a brand that makes size three to six years. And we can keep your child in a sleep bag as long as they're in a crib. There's really no reason to switch to blankets until after that. Switching to blankets often means children are kicking them off. And if you're doing it at an early age, they still don't understand the concept of pulling the blankets back on. And so then they wake up and they're cold and they need help putting them back on. And that becomes a stall tactic in the middle of the night and disrupts their sleep. So I really recommend that you just stick with a sleep bag until you move to a big kid bed and then you move to blankets. I really recommend that parents keep their child in a crib until close to the age of three, even three and a half if they can. So that means keeping your child in a sleep bag until that time. Like I said, lots of great brands that have lots of sizes for taller children. So that is still an option. So I recommend don't worry about the blankets until you get to that big kid bed stage. So there you have it. All the cues and the A's about to sleep bags. That's our Q&A Tuesday. I hope it was helpful. I hope you are all getting through these chilly months if you are in a chilly climate like I am, staying warm, staying cozy, and that your babes are all getting some great rest. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.